if I know that someone is like taking it and they're realizing that, wow, like this is someone I might not even know and they've done this and it just made me feel a little better than I'm, I'm totally satisfied. So welcome back to episode six of The Nest. Today we are joined by Rosario Fuego. Um, Rosario has started her own initiative called The Heart Box which she's going to explain in detail now throughout um, the conversation. So, Rosario, say what's up to the people. Hi, what's up? <laughs> so, if you could kind of start off by explaining um, what the Heartbox initiative is. So, basically, I started this project to create care packages for patients currently receiving treatment in the Sylvester Cancer Centers. Mm -hmm. So, the patients I'm targeting are the ones currently getting chemothera chemotherapy treatment, mm -hmm. yeah. So what made you want to start an initiative like this? So I volunteered for the past two summers mm -hmm. in the program, and the people there and the nurses and the patients affected me so much, and the experience was just so good. So I wanted to do something more than just mm -hmm. the actual interaction with the patients. I wanted to show them that they had an effect on me just like, I had, or like they claimed for me to have an effect on them mm -hmm. while I was there. So what do, what do these heart boxes include? If you kind of explain what it is that it actually is. So I was trying to go more towards comfort. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those patients, while they're getting the chemotherapy, they spend about three or four hours of their day there. And the room is really cold to mm -hmm. keep the actual treatment that they put in them um, viable. Mm -hmm. So the so they end up spending a bunch of time there and what you notice is that everything is catered to towards like them being more comfortable and it not being as bad mm -hmm. or like trying to make the situation as best as it could be because yeah. you know it's scary it's it's painful for mm -hmm. a lot of them so the actual care packages are going to include things like candies puzzle books fuzzy socks, things mm -hmm. that are going to keep them feeling more homey. Because if it's in a hospital, you know, that's sort of the last thing you think of. Yeah. But it's all towards their comfort. And how have you gone through the process of um, not only only funding, but also like donations? Has uh, Doral here helped you with that? Or is it something that you've just done on your own? Definitely with Doral's help. Mm -hmm. So because I've been in a lot of the clubs in the school and a lot of the clubs in the school are volunteer oriented, a lot of them require drives. So I've worked with Key Club, NHS, and SNHS, and they're all helping me collect the items. Mm -hmm. And do you think um, these clubs, especially like Key Club, the Honor Societies, Green Club now, that they very much facilitate these type of initiatives for students? Oh, of course, yeah. It's, it's student-run clubs, so the student oh so the student run projects are the ones that make them what they are mm -hmm. in my opinion because there's so many students doing their own thing and like people see few but everything is student run everything is student ideas so mm -hmm. these projects are like a lot of it yeah and do you eventually want to you want do you want this to be just um, do you want to say like expand it to maybe other hospitals different treatments or do you want to just focus first on these specific patients or do you expect do you expect to expand so this year because i'm starting it off i definitely want to keep it to those patients or if i collect more of the items than i initially 
thought I was going to collect, then mm-hmm. I'll definitely try and give it to more people. But next year, as I already have this planned out, because, you know, the first year is always, like, rougher, um, I want to do it to more hospitals, more people. Mm-hmm. The more people, the better, you know. And what are some struggles that you've, you've encountered in this first year of starting the initiative? So I definitely think my biggest struggle was talking to people mm-hmm. about it and asking for help because I'm not the kind of person that like would feels comfortable and being like oh like can you like donate to this cause or whatever Mm -hmm. trying to like solicit things from other people so that is something I had to definitely step out of my comfort zone especially to the clubs Mm -hmm. to club presidents because some of the people I don't know Uh some of them I do know so it's friends so it's easier but other people that was just way but at the end of the day I feel like people want to help so yeah. yeah, and have you been able to to personally deliver any of these boxes to patients yet? Or? No, because because the project is catered towards Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. I wanted to make oh, it the okay, week right you. after gotcha. Valentine's gotcha. Day. Gotcha. Yeah, but you've had experience with through your volunteer uh, work. I'm assuming you've had experience with these patients. And- yeah, it was all um, during the summer. It was six weeks, mm-hmm. and I was working in the CTU clinic, okay. so I was handing out blankets and food during their stay and talking to them. So you would say it's, in a way, it's easier for you to be just direct with the patients than has, than it's been for you to kind of talk to all these club presidents and... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it took getting used to there because at the end of the day, it is strangers, but you realize that, like, you think about it and they're so scared that it they're just looking for, for comfort. Like, at the end of the day, any comfort, any human interaction helps a bunch well you know presidents for a club they're yeah. there to manage and that's yeah. <laughs> super intimidating and and what new perspectives have not only your volunteer work but an initiative like this given you on life um so a lot at first it was really hard because i realized that there is nothing separating from and this is going to sound super weird but there is nothing separating the people who actually like get this disease than the people who don't have it. You know, mm-hmm. it's completely up to chance. So for me, it was like, oh, what gave me the luck that I'm healthy? I have a lot of my own like healthy family. And there's people who are struggling through this, having to spend their days here. You know, that's it to me it hit me really hard. And then the more I spent time there, I realized that some of the people I met there are the most positive people I've ever met in my entire life. So how could I, who's so lucky, like this This was, a, maybe my character didn't change that much, but my outlook on stuff changed. <laughs> because I was like, how could I, someone who is healthy, who has all this going for me, look at life in a negative way when these people are going through the roughest, scariest time of their life and they're still managing to make other people's day better. <laughs> so yeah, that was... And I feel like a lot of people feel that way that, you know, they're they're healthy and they want to help, but they just don't know how. Yeah. So what would you say are some good ways for people that, that want to get involved, that want to help, but they just don't know how to, how to start? So I think that overall, it's kindness, like the, the smallest things, like the most inconsequential things that you can think of, whether it's like, smiling at someone when you cross paths with them mm-hmm. even though you're not super close or um like i don't know 
the small things, you know, yeah. that's the things that make the biggest difference to people. And that's kind of why I wanted to make care packages, because it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm raising awareness, even though this is like amazing. I'm not saying that this is bad, but um, raising money just for a cause and being like, oh, but it's different if it's like human contact, like people realizing that this is one person giving it to another mm -hmm. and reminding them that this is person to person like love and yeah. kindness yeah. and and how many boxes have you been able to to make so yeah far. to make so far so currently i have um about 30 done mm -hmm. but at the end of the collection for all the drives is february 6th mm -hmm. so that's when i'm getting the rest of the supplies and i'm gonna finish and more it. or less what's what's your your goal my goal is like 150 150 boxes. yeah and how have you been able to to kind of juggle school and an initiative like this? Um, I guess it's time management. You always find time to do the things you like more. So um, school, like I'll get that done. And then the package is like, it, I'm like, oh, let me decorate a box, fill it up, close it. It doesn't take that much time if it's something that you're, you're finding joy in. So. Yeah. And do you think that these boxes, the way you decorate them are like a very... Are they all the same, or do you have, like, artistic freedom with each of the boxes? I, I th I'm trying to make it different. I'm planning on making, with Key Club, trying to make an event where um, students can decorate each a box because they're white boxes. Mm -hmm. So students can each make a different design for them. So that's another thing that's, like, personal because mm -hmm. a standardized thing, you don't... That's not something I want the patients to receive to see it all the, like all different just comes from a more i don't know personal place so would you say that your your not only your volunteer work here at the school but also your volunteer work at the ctu unit yeah. um how's that has that given you the kind of like the plan like the basis a strong basis for you to start on an initiative like this or do you feel like an initiative like this could be started without that basis i think it definitely helped the idea definitely came from volunteering there. Mm -hmm. And I've received a lot of help here at Dural, but I do not think it's a impossible for anyone that wants to start it. Yeah. Especially because you can always reach out to people and ask like, what you can help with because mm -hmm. there, at least everyone there was completely open to any ideas. Mm -hmm. So there's other people doing little projects. Other people that like, they might not be students, they might be adults who just want to make a difference i saw um i remember that a lot of them have um you can't see me right now but i'm putting my hand on my chest because they're like injection sites mm -hmm. and when you put on a seatbelt, they rub against the seatbelt, okay. and it hurts a lot so i remember um an adult volunteer she made like cushions to go on the seatbelts to go on every single for the patients okay. so that they could put it so it wouldn't bother them and to me that was like mind-blowing like you you see a need and addressing it that's like amazing yeah, yeah. so it, you mentioned that there's a lot of people working on on different things is it very much of a like a collaborative community that listen this person needs help i'm gonna help them with their initiative and then they're gonna help me or is it just kind of like everyone's doing working for the same cause but they're all kind of separate more like the second thing mm -hmm. um i think Ooh. as like in, in my experience at volunteering there, everyone had like the shared interest and care for that. And we all like, not 
everyone did their own projects or anything, but the people who did, it was just like, this was something they wanted to do and they started off from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how strenuous, like mentally and physically is this? Like, cause I know for, for some people, their, their projects are just like, that's all they think about. That's all they do. And then the rest is just secondary. Or is this just kind of something that, you know, you could do with your spare time or? I think, I think I could do this with like, for right now it's been like on my spare time mm -hmm. because it hasn't gotten to the point where like I have, like it's coming up to the time where I have to distribute it. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that around that time, that's all I'm going to be focused on. Mm -hmm. And do you have a plan yet for the distribution? Is there something specific or something special that you want to do? Or? So I have to go after school, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I can't be there for the distribution for all the patients because they come by appointment sometimes. Okay. So I am going to drop off at the nurses and because the privacy policy for hospitals is so strict because mm -hmm. you yeah. can't know that who yeah. went and who didn't. Um, I want them to at least like videotape some and I'm going to have like release forms so that I can have videos, not to share it anyways, but I want to have videos of like reactions mm -hmm. because I can't be there for everyone. Yeah. So. And is it, is it something where um, you, you feel the need since you may have a personal connection, I don't know, with any of these people through your volunteer work. Is it something that you feel the need to, maybe for some cases you want to do it personally, or do you feel like your job is is sufficient just providing these packages? Um, there definitely are patients that I made more of like a connection to because part mm -hmm. of the volunteer work was talking to the patients. But I think... If I know that someone is like taking it and they're realizing that, wow, like this is someone I might not even know and they've done this and it just made me feel a little better, then I'm, I'm totally satisfied with yeah. that. Yeah. So you think there's more value in, in just like these random acts of kindness yeah. than in something that's... Yeah, because at the end of the day, it means a lot coming from someone you know, but a stranger doing something for you, that's... I feel like that's super. super yeah, that is. <laughs> and is there any other initiatives that you kind of have um, that you're like starting, you're getting going, or you have plans for? Yeah, so another part of the project, so part of the fundraising I did for the project was um, like a Fundly page, which is like a GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. And the funds I needed for that was very few. So the rest of the goal for the money I wanted to donate the money towards this organization called the Good Days. Um, and what they do is that they donate um, or they fund treatment for people who can't afford it. Mm -hmm. So like I mentioned before, a lot of the people that or because it's all up to luck, there is no discrepancy or like there's no deciding between, oh, who gets this and mm -hmm. who doesn't. It doesn't matter if you're poor, or you're rich who you are mm -hmm. you, like there's a chance you can get it mm -hmm. so there's a lot of people that can't afford the treatment might deny the treatment because they can't afford it and to me that's like one of the saddest things ever because i volunteered with patients who are actually going through the treatment and they're still scared out of their minds and there's people who can't even go get the treatment and they're still going through it mm -hmm. so it's just that that's something i wanted to address too. yeah and to kind of wrap up here I'm going to ask you the same question we ask everyone. Um, so not only where do you want to be in 10 years, but where do you want to see this initiative in 10 years? 
I would love if I could pass it on like in within the school to mm-hmm. keep it a school thing um, or other school things and have um, more or more involvement within the student body. Um, I also, I remember there's, I volunteered with Key Club in this thing called Box of Joy, mm-hmm. that it's the similar idea, but they ship it out to other countries okay. um, on Christmas, but it's not care packages. It's like, um, box of toys mm-hmm. for little kids in third world countries for Christmas. And now it's super big. They pack like 12,000. And if somehow, you know, I can keep this going maybe throughout college and have maybe students here that I know keep it going, mm-hmm. you don't know how big it can grow. And that's wild. So, Rosario, thank you for coming on the show. Um, thank you. If anyone wants to donate to the initiative, uh, tell them where they could do that. Um, so it's www.fundly slash heartbox. And if they feel like donating just material things like socks, um, things like that, where can to Key oh, Club or? Yeah, to Key Club in Miss Suarez's room and also in Miss Maldonado's room. Awesome, awesome. So make sure if you guys are interested in making a donation, get in touch with Rosario. Anything else you want to plug? Your Instagram, Twitter, anything like that? No. <laughs> okay, that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys again for for tuning into the show and we'll catch you next time.